Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On The Brink, episode 3. Um, we have heard a little bit more details about the PlayStation 5 that we are still gathering information that the PlayStation 5 reveal of it should be like June 4th. But again, that, that's all, again, speculation I talked about on last week's episode. Um, we don't know any of these. They did show off like a little, I would call it like a tech demo. Um... They showed they showed a game that was running uh, on the PlayStation Five, and from what they showed, it, it looked very impressive. So that does give me hope that it is at least performs well. Now I know there are some people disappointed that games will still be running at like thirty FPS. Uh, but you know they're trying their best. You know. Maybe part of the reason why they can't do a consistent 60 frames per second is because of currently everything that's going on. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but maybe that maybe that's the reason. Um, but again, you know, as long as the games play well, I think at the end of the day that that's what's going to matter the most to people is. Sometimes you, we have to sacrifice 30 extra frames to have a solid-looking, playable game. And I'm, I'll be fine with it. Um, according to what people have been saying at Sony is that the PlayStation 5 is still on track to release holiday 2020. Xbox uh, has said the same thing. Phil Spencer's even come out and said as much that um, they are currently... Still on, also on track to release holiday 2020. You know, they did say that even despite that a lot of people have to work from home, it's not going to affect that, you know, affect it. But, you know, they all have all said that they haven't really entered the big production phase of it, you know. And try to get them all ready to ship. That's where they could run into the issue with these consoles. So that that's that's a big thing that is uh, going could po- possibly be going around. Um, you know, like, a lot of places right now are, are running out of you know current current day systems like the PlayStation Five. I mean, uh, correction. The PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the Switch are, all three are selling out pretty rapidly at a lot of stores. A lot of stores are having a hard time keeping stock of these systems. And, I mean, that's mainly due to the fact that a lot of people have to stay home, so they are not able to um, get as, you know, much out. You know, as as much as they get in, whether that's 10, 15, 16, maybe even 20 systems, people are buying those up real fast. And I know it doesn't help that a lot of scalpers are buying these consoles in bulk, so, and then resell them higher prices. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I do think the problem lies is where that, I guess there's this app that tells you, uh, exactly when consoles come in at stores, and a lot of the scalpers have are using that app to find out when they get a new shipment, and they're just rebuying them, and then somehow prices. I think I do think on that aspect that's kind of that's kind of crappy, especially for people that want a game system to play while they're stuck at home. 
Um, but yeah, I like I said, I, think, I, do, I do think it was crappy, but you know what? Uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are not going to complain about, you know, scalpers buying that many consoles. Because at the end of the day, they're making their money off the console, so... I know there's some people that figure that they should take action against it, but if one person buys ten PlayStation Fours for two ninety nine, hell, they're making over a thousand dollars. So they're probably making get like three or four thousand dollars sell off those systems. So they're making their money off them. So again, these companies are not going to do anything about it. it we just got uh, we just gotta live with it. They did, they, also, I don't know if it is actual, uh, true or not, but according to what I have heard, that they are releasing a new Paper Mario game. Now, I didn't even know a Paper Mario game even existed, so, this is new, new to me. Um, um, I've been, I haven't really been playing my Switch all that much. I, I have barely been on Animal Crossing in, like, the last month, to be honest. I've just stopped playing it. It's not because I don't like the game. It's just, you know, the games I've been playing. And, of course, I did start my Twitch channel up. So, I am streaming. Um, right now, it's not a consistent schedule uh, due to other factors right now. But I did do my stream yesterday, which was Thursday. Um, and I, I do plan on streaming again Tuesday. I will hit you guys with the time on Twitter. Uh, I, I was streaming Final Fantasy VII, the uh, original for the PlayStation One on the four. Uh, it was it was blast. I in total I did one stream in like mid morning, well like mid afternoon, round one, and then but I was a little late, so I, I didn't actually start to like one thirty. But we did a two hour stream then. Um, and then we, I did another two hour stream around eight and we got all the way to the, uh, Shinner building, the Shinner HQ, which is, is, it was, it was, it was a fun time streaming the game. I had fun. Um, it's a game I do plan on, uh, playing some more of on stream. I'm probably going to finish that game out first and then move on to a different game. Maybe like a God of War or whatever game you guys would recommend. You guys can recommend games to me on Twitter. Um, if you have a game uh, game that you think I should play, uh, we'll definitely try it out. If I like it, I'll, I'll continue to stream it. Um, but yeah, the streaming thing from what I did was, was pretty fun. Um, now, I know I'm, I'm not the best Twitch streamer out there. I know I'm still working. I'm working with the bare minimum. Because, you know, you got, you got to start somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, it was fun doing my, in total, four hours of streaming. Um, maybe here in the next few weeks, I might try to get do a Twitch stream every day. Depending on what, you know, is happening in my personal life. Um, again, I have other things that factor into it. Um, but I'm going to try to be a little bit more active, I think. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to stream Tuesday. And then I, I might try to stream this weekend. Not this week, but next weekend. I might try to stream then. Um, I'm just trying to figure more details out as we get closer to those dates. 
but if you like my stream, uh, just hit the follow button. That helps out a lot. Um, it was just a blast. I, I see why a lot of people like getting to the uh, Twitch streamies because it, it, it is a lot of fun to do it. And then now is the perfect time with everybody stuck at home. If you want to start up a Twitch channel or a YouTube channel, you know, an anchor pot, do an anchor podcast, then now is the perfect time. And a lot, of, and a lot of people are getting into the whole Twitch thing and the podcasting since they've been stuck at home. Um, but you know, as far as like gaming and stuff, um, I do plan on. I'm right now. I'm. I'm. I said last week that I'm trying to finish out uh, FF7 remake. Um, I'm still doing my hard mode run, trying to get all the like manuscripts and trying to beat the uh, uh, three person team versus top secret. Right now, I'm struggling to get past that. Um. I do want to take a few minutes to let people know that going forward right now, for at least the next four minutes, there will be spoilers for Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, you have been warned. The way Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake ended with them introducing the possibility that Zack is still alive... It's shocking. I wonder if they are doing like a different dimension type thing or different reality because to a lot of people, the theory is, is that since they defeated the Arbiters of Fate, is that that's changed the timeline because throughout the game they have referenced that the that these whispers were like the Arbiters of Fate, that they're trying to keep the course of the original game on track. And since you defeated them, you know, anything can happen. And I was watching somebody stream stream last night who had just beaten the game. And they was you know, wondering what's going to happen. Since since the Arbiters were defeated, I think there's a possibility. I mean, it could be, especially if it does, it is confirmed that Zack is alive in a different time. And depending on how the effects, you know, what's ha- happening with this group. I didn't think anything's possible. I think anybody can get killed off because, I mean, technically, Barrett got killed in this game. He got killed. And he got brought back, he got brought back to life by the Whispers. So, I, with, you know, them also saying with the fact that the unknown journey will continue, I think it's possible any one of them could be killed off. And I think that includes Cloud, too. But everybody's wondering if Aerith is still going to die in this game. By the time it's all said and done, it's, it's going to die. Now, I do want to throw out a fact that if this is truly an unknown journey, what if? Because people, there's a lot of people that are t- either Team Aerith or Team Tifa. What if instead of Aerith getting killed off, they make you think that Aerith is going to get killed off, but they kill off Tifa instead? Because if this is going to be different than the actual seven. Anything is possible. Because they do reference that the Final Fantasy 7 for the PlayStation 1's ending was the bad ending to the game. And that they're trying to prevent that from happening. So what if Aerith lives and Tifa dies? I mean, it's totally possible. Maybe maybe neither of them die. 
Maybe it's Cloud that gets killed off. I mean, you know, we don't we don't know going forward. We don't know what's going to happen to these characters because we don't even know when the second part is going to come out. There's been no official release date. I don't expect there's going to be any official like release date anytime soon. Um, I don't think we're going to hear anything for at least another year, maybe even two. Maybe by like 2020, late 2022 or early 2023 is when we possibly could get the game. But, you know, that's going to do it for the spoilers. We're going to, uh, you know, segue into another topic. Um, and that is that the fact that PlayStation 4 has a lot of great games. Going there, they they're doing sales on different games all the time. Um, you know, they have like a lot of the Dragon Ball games on sale, which I picked one up about a month ago. I played it; it's fun. I do need to finish the story on it. Um, so I, I did I did like a lot of the Dragon Balls and stuff, especially when I was growing up as a kid. Um, so playing the games were was so much fun. To, to play those games and it, and it brought back a lot of memories uh, and I don't know if those games are still on sale because I know the last sale that was going on they had like two of the Dragon Ball games on sale they had like Assassin's Creed Odyssey on sale which that's another great game if you have not picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a game that I do recommend especially if it is back on sale for like you know 15 even like 30 bucks, I still think it's, you know, worth your time playing, because you will literally get at least, you know, 60, 70 hours, especially if it's the bundle where it has all the DLCs, you're looking at probably a good 80 to 90, if not 100 hours of gameplay, especially if you're a trophy completionist, you're going to spend probably a good 100 hours playing the game, because there's like four different endings to the game, so if you're chasing the endings too, not just the trophies, you're probably looking at a good 100 hours. The DLCs, depending on how long it takes you and how many times you die, it could, the little DLCs could probably take you a good, you know, 10, 15, 20 hours to go through to each of those, like, uh, three DLCs. So, you know, and then you have all the underwater locations. Because, you know, with the next Assassin's Creed game coming out, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they really haven't showed us much about the game besides a few trailers. They haven't showed us no definitive gameplay of it. Uh, I'm already pop, I'm pumped for it, like I said last week. With it being Vikings, that has me straight up pumped. I've always been a big fan of Vikings and like Samurais. And that's one reason why I am so interested in Ghost of Tsushima. Just because I'm big into like Samurai stuff. You know... But, you know, with the, we don't know much about the story of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We know the playable character Ivar, I think his name, or Ivor, you know, whatever his name is. Uh, we, do, we do know that you can play as both a, a male and a female version of the character. They do not make mention of that in the actual trailer. And that has some people worried. But they did later on confirm that you can play as a female Viking if you want to. Um, 
But the Assassin's Creed games, ever since like um, was Origins, they've got me hooked on the series because back when Assassin's Creed first came out, uh, I think it was on the PlayStation Two. I had never just been a fan of it because I had played the very first one. And I was just like this this game, this series is just not for me because it wasn't because of the parkour. It's just I couldn't get into the style of the game. And you know that has the years went on. I still felt that way, and I ended up missing out on a very great Assassin's Creed game that a lot of people had recommended, and that was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. A lot of people say that was a fantastic game. It's a shame I missed out on it, but when Origins came out, and they had said, my, my friend I played with on PlayStation said that um, it's a little bit more RPG-like, and it was, it was a little bit more tailored to RPG. They, they didn't embrace the RPG side of it until like really until they got into Odyssey. But one, And then once I heard Odyssey was fully embracing RPG mechanics and that w- combined with a very great storytelling um, it was it was an awesome time. Beat the game like twice. And I always played as Cassandra in the game. Because when I had went to play as the male character, and right now I'm blanking out on his name, um, I just can't get past the voice. Uh, uh, it, it was nothing that the voice actor did wrong for. It's just, it just didn't sound that great in the actual game. So I, I stuck with Cassandra just for that reason. Um, I mean, the story plays out the same regardless of whether you're male or female. Um, some people, you know, thought the campaign was, was good for it. And some people didn't like it. Um, but the gameplay in in itself was good. You know, there is certain things, choices that you make throughout the game that do affect the narrative of the story. That's what, one thing I did like about it. And they have said that they are doubling down on that even more with Assassin's Creed Valhalla that, your choices in the game are going to affect it even more than probably in franchise history. So I do think that's another cool aspect uh, of them continuing that. And I do think that this will possibly... I don't know, depending on how many times they're going to release a Assassin's Creed game, whether after Valhalla, they, are they going to release another Assassin's Creed yearly? I would say probably not. They will release a new Assassin's Creed every two to three years. Same way that they did with Odyssey, with Odyssey, and that's, you know, they did the base game, and then, you know, has, you know, people got through the base game, whether that's like six months after the game had been out, they released the first DLC, which, that DLC lasted for a good three to four months, um, and then, you know, they released the next one, and the next uh, the DLC for Hades was fantastic. I loved it. It was hard, but I did love it. It was a very great... All the DLCs for it, uh, Odyssey, were good. So I'm hoping that they continue that trend with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We don't know how many DLCs are going to be for it. But this time around, I'm just going to go all hands on deck. And I'm going to pre-order the, the Deluxe Edition so I get access to all the DLCs. I am I am tempted to
to buy the collector's edition of it just for the statue. But I am going to have to think more on that. Because, you know, those collector's editions of any game are very expensive. And a lot of those collector's editions run for like $199. I know there's not a lot of people can't afford to shell out that type of money. And, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm one of the people that can't afford just to uh, spend that much money. And there's nothing wrong if you do. I mean, the... the doesn't make you a bad person if you do, but I am tempted to buy the collector's edition of it. The Ghost of Tsushima collector's edition does not really interest me. The mask that you get with it does not really compel me to want to even buy it. Um, so, and I don't know what comes with The Last of Us 2 collector's edition. and I might have to look it up. But I know I'm not going to be able to pre-order the game anytime soon. So, as I originally planned to. I'm still going to get it. But I just won't be able probably to pre-order it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know a lot of great games are coming up. That we still don't know about. Um, we got uh, Vampire Bloodlines uh, Masquerade 2 coming out. And that was a big, huge game on the PC. I, I'm not going to go too in-depth on it because I really don't know not to, that much about it because I never did play the first one because it was only on PC. And, th and and at the time, I never had a PC. I still don't have a PC. but And now that they're bringing the uh, number two to consoles too, I do think about getting into that game. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitch... You can uh, find me at Gaming on Debrink on Twitch. Uh, again, right now I can't be as consistent as I like to, but I'm going to get there. Um, but with us not knowing a lot of games coming out for both the PlayStation, I mean, just the 4 and, you know, and Xbox One, we know a few games. We do know that uh, as far as like sports games, we do know like Madden's coming out. Um, they canceled uh, WWE 2K22. Um, so, but they're coming out with a new WWE game that's more like arcade style. And I am excited to play that. I mean, actually, yeah, for the first time in the years, excited and hyped to play a WWE game because uh, WWE 2K21. Was an absolute terrible game, all the way around designed. Uh, it had a whole bunch of flaws. Never liked it. The Kermo was lacking. It was lackluster. Um, universe mode was terrible, unplayable. It crashed so many times, and I eventually traded it in for that reason. And from what I heard, if 2K22 would have came out. It was going to be much more of the same. They was barely going to put any really effort into it, and it was going to be a prop most likely be another buggy mess. Probably a lot of crashes in the curve mode would have been lackluster. At least with this, we get an extra year of you know development. So hopefully, when 2K23 comes out, we get an actual. Per almost damn near perfect game. That's what I'm hoping because if they come out 
even with the extra year, if they come out of the gate and 2K23 is even worse than 2K21, I think this is the end of the franchise. I think they cancel the WWE series for good after that. Because this one really hurt the actual company, WWE, as a whole. Due to sales. People ask for refunds and getting refunds and just trading the game in. Um, it hurt them. So I do think if, if, they, if they have another stinker, I think it could put the series uh, to rest for good. Which would be a shame because the series does have potential. Whether you're 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 a non WWE fan or you just play the game, like playing the games, it does have potential. They just gotta take their time and actually sit down and develop it. And I want to see them succeed. I want this. I'll I'll, I'll play a game if it's a good game and it's worth my time. I'll I'll check it out. I'm not one of these people that. Will dis- discard a game just because it doesn't. I mean, if it doesn't appeal to you, then no, you shouldn't. You, you shouldn't buy it. But I'll, I'll try almost any game if it's a good game or it looks interesting. I'll at least try it out. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for all your love and support. I thank you guys and see, uh, and I'll see you next Friday.